<laughs> you're sliding in some of the risque jokes right before we start. Right before we start. Just, <laughs> camera comes on, and we're still laughing in, about him. In front of Jerry. Yeah. The, well, the risque humor. You said, I got to get back into my box. I know what I said. And I said, and she said, do I need to do this? And I said, no, he slid back into his box. <sighs> so here I am. And then she and politely then, ignored it. And, and, and you started giggling at yourself. And I did. It's the Christian and Frank show. <laughs> Uh, day six of Christmas, I believe. Yes. Which is why we have the December decorations six up. Six we'll, laying. We'll, we'll change them out for um, uh, for the new year, even yeah. though the twelfth day of Christmas doesn't come until January five, and then you have Epiphany on January six. <laughs> Nobody believes that anymore. So all you have to do is Google it. Right. Anyhow. Well, people don't believe a lot of things. <laughs> that's a good point. There are a lot of things you should believe that you, you don't. You should believe that our show is on all the audio podcast apps you can listen mm-hmm. to on your brand new Christmas devices. Yes. Smartphones and, and smart TVs. Watch us on YouTube. Yeah. And please do subscribe. We're, um, I, I have a feeling that if you want to, if you get in now, you'll be ahead of the curve. Yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like there's there's something happening on the horizon that'll get us a lot more uh, subscribers. Do you want to be an early adopter of the Christian Frank yes, show? Yes, you do. You want to say I watched them before. And you never know, we may get to a point to where we can do something nice for our first subscribers. Hmm. Like what? Am I missing something? Do we talk about this? No. Was this in the meeting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I can't be a <laughs> um, If you want to listen to more stuff besides just us, go to audibletrial.com slash and Frank. And I believe they probably have a show of the best burps. They probably have a book oh, yeah. about belching that you could just listen to it. Mm-hmm. I imagine. I mean, I, we can Google it and see. I, oh. I think that they probably Excuse have something. Excuse me. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm windy. But you know what amuses me? I, oh, I know. It amuses me. Is too. that what that old song is about? Everyone knows it's windy. There we go. Is a girl who belched. Yeah. I, I, you know, I was. I never liked that song, but now I might. I had a black bean burger for lunch the other day, and whoo, I was full of wind. Where? At my house. Oh, okay. I thought you go to. A, <laughs> you have to go to a special black bean burger store. Nope. I buy Morning Star Farms black bean burgers. Uh, They're loaded with protein. Uh, low carb. Very good. Yeah. Good for you. All right. Yeah. It's it's. Are you almost... doing plant-based or you're eating? No, no. I'm just. Just I'm... happen. These happen to be something you like. I love them. And I'm just, I'm trying to make better food choices. Okay. So I can balance out when I drink a hot chocolate bomb. But I also think that um, given the new year, your new year's resolution is going to be stop wearing yourself out driving to Gatlinburg, you know, and it's not even a it's just it's the way it's going to be. You're going to right. be able to, to get back to your normal yeah it exercise and diet routines. I, that I will you used say to. that that working so far away from where you live has some significant drawbacks, which it takes up, especially driving to Gatlinburg. Like if I were driving to Athens, it may be a little different because you're not dealing with like tourist traffic regularly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but distance might be the same. Even right? though it's a pandemic, and even though this area is bad. Nobody seems to care. Gatlinburg is, it's like its own, Sevier County is its own world. And nobody seems to care. And um, there are so many people. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to a calmer routine where I can go run more often. I've only been able to run. Like you have been doing before you got cast in this show. Right. I've only been able to run like two days a week and it's been, yeah. Mm. And of course the push to New Year's is uh, 
six shows straight, but before that it was five shows straight. What are, what are you going to do in the winter? I mean, when it's like icy and snowy and... Well, I mean, sometimes we don't get that at all. Okay, it only lasts usually a couple of days when we do. Right. Uh, if it's 30 or above, I'm, I'll am i be outside. Okay. I have the right gear to do it because, yeah. I honestly, it feels so good. That, really? Yeah. I think Megan used to say that when she was, uh, she used to do long runs before she got married. And it, I, I couldn't you imagine. You just don't like winter. I, I, you know, and I have a story about this because I. Really? So, it's like I knew. I so dislike it. Well, I've got the, yeah. I mean, the <laughs> it's like I knew. Actual list of You had a story about not well, liking winter. But he, all right. I, I never have. <laughs> I've always disliked winter. Going back to the year that I slipped on a tiny patch of ice and broke both bones in my arm. Okay, well, I mean, that'll do it. I mean, I, going back to the year that I drove over a patch of ice and totaled my car. Mm-hmm. Going back, to, I mean, I have so many me- memories of just everything about winter is terrible to do me. Do you ever think that because you hated winter, winter hated you back? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm Mr. Heat Miser. Right. I'm Mr. Sun. I mean, I get depressed in the winter. I get the seasonal affective disorders yeah. to the point where my chiropractor made me start taking massive doses of vitamin D, mm-hmm. D3 or whatever it is that helps the sunshine vitamin. Yeah. It also helps with your immunity system. So it's a good thing to take anyway. Um, yeah. So maybe winter yeah. hates me. I can say, I, I, I can, I can agree with that. Yeah. That winter hates me. Yeah. Yeah. I hate winter. Uh, so, I mean, anyway, um, recently my mom passed away and since then we've been trying to sell, give away, start to clear out her house. Right. Because we have to sell the house. Mm -hmm. That's part of the deal. It's in the paperwork. It says, sell the house, divide up the money. Right. And I'm thankful for that. Believe me, I'm very thankful for that because I haven't had a paying job in since Labor Day. So <laughs> no better time to lose your job than Labor Day weekend. Mm, yes. We honor America's workers. But, <laughs> Bye. <laughs> but, um, so one of the things that's in the house are these lovely paintings or print, the prints of paintings mm-hmm. that a cousin of my mother's made. I think it was her, yeah, her first cousin. Okay. So he'd be my first cousin once removed. And he's an artist. And I think his day job was he would draw disgusting um detailed pictures of surgical wounds for court oh okay because for lawyers would hire him to draw okay. these very detailed pictures of people's they take an x-ray and he would like draw it to look like it came out of Grey's anatomy that's kind of cool yeah and then they would instead of showing the x-ray to the jury they would show like this the nasty, reenactment photo <laughs> yeah drawing of those very de- okay detailed that's cool. anyway so he's a good artist and somehow in the family there were at least three that I know of, mm-hmm. but maybe four pictures of a lovely, like, a, you can imagine it even being in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park, mm-hmm. a very bucolic scene. And one of them, it's obviously uh, autumn. Mm-hmm. In one of them, it's obviously spring or summer. And in one of them, it's clearly winter. Mm-hmm. And there probably was four, but however it worked out, between my, my grandma died and my mom inherited one right. or two of these prints and my mom had one. She ended up with three of the four. Okay. And so, there's three of you, sibling-wise. But they, my sisters don't want them. Okay. So we were going around with who wants the prints. Who, and, and Frank Jr. said he could take some. He's got nothing on the walls in his house <laughs> up in Michigan. He would take the prints. And Jerry and I said, well, we could probably take one. He can take two. We can take one. Right. So we carried the three prints from mom's house. Here mm-hmm. to Tennessee, mm-hmm. 
to divvy them up to give to Frank Jr. when he goes home after visiting for mm-hmm. the holidays. Well, mm-hmm. they're packaged up. Two of them are wrapped together and are ready to go mm-hmm. to, to Frank. Jerry says, well, maybe we can hang up the, the print that we're keeping. Mm-hmm. And I said, which one is it? She says, it's the one that's wrapped separately. And I'm like, okay, that's great. You know, it's John cool. Healy is the artist's name. We got a gap in the wall because we yeah. moved some stuff around. I said, well, go get it. <laughs> and I go get it and I unwrap it. And she's got it wrapped in a fitted sheet. Uh-huh, and, yeah. To protect it, and I open it up, and my I go, not the winter, <laughs> not the winter picture. You're such a child. Aww. You're such why a can't child. I? Why do I? Why did I get stuck with the winter picture? I like winter. Uh, the Frank Jr. likes winter. Give it to him. And apparently, she and he had worked this out at some point over. You get the winter picture over it's Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, man. So I want to see it's if pretty trade. It's, yeah, it's lovely. Are I you going to try to trade with your own son? Yes. I'm going to see if I can upgrade. That's rude. He likes winter. But his he's bir- already worked it out with Jerry his, for which one he wants. Who cares? His birthday is in January. He obviously cares. My birthday cares. is in June. Uh-huh. I'm a summer person. I'm Mr. Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Sun. That's me. Right. I don't want the winter picture. Well, it's got snow in it. As a lot of winter pictures ooh. do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Why would I want that? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's, it's my, nice. It, he's a decent artist. It's nice. And it's been, and, and even on top of all of the other things, regardless of whether the quality of the art is any good, the fact that it's a relative and that's been in the family and my yeah. grandmother, his aunt, proudly displayed it in her home mm-hmm. and then my mother his cousin proudly displayed it in her home where she had room to hang them all right up. well there was art when my granny sold her house that they just like when my granny sold her house i wasn't living in tennessee at the time but they just threw away and had a yard sale mm-hmm. and gave to people and there was stuff that i mean it was generic you know but it had meaning to you right and right. i would have loved to have had it and they just chucked it away well like they want there's a picture that's actually now down at the bottom of those stairs yeah it's a, a map an ancient map of bermuda okay and uh, i asked if i could have it because it reminds me of my dad mm-hmm. because it was special to him yeah that's where he went on his honeymoon that's where he used to go to do all that work for bacardi rum mm-hmm. you know uh so i have the his bermuda print every time i walk by i'm like hey that's cool i like it, it makes me happy <laughs> you know why why? Because the Bermuda is an island, a tropical island in the ocean where it doesn't get cold. You can it gets maybe a little brisk in the winter, but it's it's nice weather. But you know what's not good for summer? What decaying bodies? Oh, those are the you know actually the winter is helpful if you're trying to <laughs> not keep a <laughs> body from if you're trying to keep a body from, from decaying. I'm so good at segways. I need to buy one. If you went to. Uh, <laughs> One of the most fascinating lectures that Dr. Bill Bass does, mm-hmm. and you can learn more about his books at bonezones.com. Don't forget the S. Is how the changing seasons affect the ability, not only for a body to decay, but how it makes it harder or easier to find said dead body. Right. Based on what time of year it is. So I want to talk to Dr. Bass because I just heard a podcast that is not a local podcast. It's like I listen to murder porn podcasts. Yeah. Um, that was about... Murders that happened in Knoxville. Yeah. And I knew nothing. Was it the nothing. Zoo Man Husky murders? No. The... No. I knew nothing. This is like 2015, 2016. Uh... It's a guy that killed his parents. Oh, the guy. His name is Guy, story. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's an amazing story. It's 
unbelievable. It's, it's so is, disgusting. It's horrific. And I will I remember, not repeat it because it is horrific. I remember when that was on the first happened and it was on the news and people were like, I don't remember this. I'm like, I've well, never heard of this. <laughs> I did. <laughs> but you can get if you're if you're like me and you love uh all things gory and weird and just it's fascinating to me more than anything is the yeah. science of it is fascinating. Bonezones.com, don't forget the S. Great uh, gifts like these tumblers that we use, but also uh, other fun things like t-shirts and mm-hmm. tote bags and hats. And so if you've got a little extra Christmas cash yeah. and uh, you want to buy yourself something nice, uh, get yourself to, something nice. Go to bonezones.com. You don't know? forget the S. Yeah. Yeah. Nice segue. <laughs> Thank you. Because, <laughs> yeah, winter, you see, the bodies don't they decay as fast. Right. Because it's like being in the freezer. Right. Yeah. Mm. Whereas in the fall, you know, the leaves hide them, and in the summer, they just, they rot very quickly. Yeah. 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 They call it, Dr. Bass came up with a system called the, basically it's a degree day, and he, to determine the length of time that a body has been laying there, it's based on the temperature of the day, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all calculated. Yeah. Because the hotter it is, the faster they rot. Well, I was actually happy that it was really cold on Christmas. Yeah. Because I initially, so the kids are with their dad on Christmas Day. They're with me. We opposite every year. Yeah. And they're with me uh, Christmas Eve. And then on Christmas Day, I took them back home. Which like, left you free later the in the day. The rest of the day. And so I decided, well, I initially was going to volunteer. I wanted to just go give some time and or money and right, do something. Right, like the celebrities do, where they carve the turkey and serve the soup on right. Thanksgiving and Christmas I just, and get on the news. I Yeah, and I wasn't going to do it for that purpose. I just, I had my Christmas day and thought, if I can help somebody. Like, I had three coats that I was going through stuff and found three coats. One of them was a men's coat. I had two women's coats. And so I just, I found a place that was doing a coat drive locally. Good. Good. Um, and draw, actually Beard and Beer Market was doing a coat drive. Boom. So I took coats over there and I just, like I posted on my Facebook, I have a spare $50 and this much time. And nobody was really doing anything because it's pandemic. Yeah. Last year you would have been overrun with opportunities to go to any of the rescue missions under the, you know, along Broadway and help serve there. Yeah. And it wasn't even like, you know, served like I was just let me go clean. Like I'll just help do whatever. Yeah. Love Kitchen. You could have gone to Love Kitchen or something. And we still can. In fact, that'd be a lovely thing for us to pick a project that we can go, you know, but pandemic has stopped, slowed so much of that. Well, and I think a lot of the agencies are still doing it. They're just not accepting volunteers because think is, of the liability you know right. they if you work for them then you know you've you've signed all the paperwork right. and you signed the protocol and they can fire you if uh you disobey but when i had a job mm-hmm. during pandemic times i had to take my temperature mm-hmm. on the way in i had to write it in the log i had to check off the that i hadn't experienced any of these symptoms yeah every and, day and that was and they, they trusted me but they needed it in document form because to cover their own tail legally yeah, to say you signed off and you agreed with those things. Yeah, and, and I was fine with that. So I ended up going on a hike. I just, I went on a hike. A Christmas hike. A Christmas hike. Mm. Usually I go hiking on New Year's Day, but everybody goes hiking on New Year's Day, so it gets really busy. <laughs> hardly anybody goes out on Christmas Day. And so I I just went and, and tromped around, and my, I really enjoyed it. My friend Bruce and his family used to do the, the classic We're Jewish and It's Christmas bit, where mm-hmm. they would go get Chinese food and go to a movie. Dude. On Christmas Day, because the movie theaters used to be empty for that reason, not for this reason. Right, yeah. Well, I got to tell you a story about when you talk about 
Yeah, because at some point a few days ago, I was talking about this, and you looked at Jerry and you were like, remember when your mom died? That was funny. I was like, what the hell? The day your mom died, it was hilarious. Okay. And but No, the mom dying part was sad. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the day started off differently. Okay. It was Christmas. Mm-hmm. And we knew that Jerry's mom, um, who had just turned 90 the week before, her birthday was one week before Christmas, mm-hmm. we knew that uh, she was in hospice and was dying. Right. That, it was time. We, we, we were understood. We were prepared. Right. So we drove up there to be with her for her final days. And um, as on Christmas morning, we are juggling between Megan's place and Frank Jr.'s place. And we're trying to, he lived in the D.C. area at the time. Mm -hmm. I don't remember even who we stayed with. But we're at the point where it's Christmas morning and we had to get out of the way of whomever we were staying with. Because um, they were going to have Christmas with their family. Right. Right? Yeah. So it was one of the weirdest Christmas. Were we? I don't know. Anyway, so we're in the You're car. Like, were we? <laughs> we're in the car, driving around, looking for something to do Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Normally, we'd be home and cooking bacon and eggs and right. we'd be opening presents. Well, we're not. We're driving yeah. around five a neighbor we don't live, <laughs> looking for a restaurant that's open Yeah. to get some breakfast. And we see one. Waffle on, House is open. Well, except we're up too far north from right. Waffle House. We're out of range. Mm. And we see something that says, I think it was something like Original Pancake House or something Pancake House. I said, there we go. And it, there was clearly activity. Mm-hmm. There was hubbubbery. Mm-hmm. So we go and we park the car. Mm-hmm. And I'm, so many things are happening. My, my old car, my stupid old car, <laughs> I rolled down the window to talk to Frank Jr. in the next car. And my window breaks mm-hmm. in the freezing cold. Mm-hmm. It's bitterly cold. <laughs> and my window just stops working. And now I can't get it up. So we have to Winter drive around the rest of the day with a blanket. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... <laughs> that that's bothering me. Then we we go over to this pancake restaurant, mm-hmm. and we're getting closer. And Jerry's like, "Good, I'm I'm gonna." And she's already talking about what she's gonna order. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, my spidey sense starts tingling. Mm-hmm. Perhaps you can guess as I'm looking around, and I'm picking up the vibes that a lot of the people who are going into this pancake restaurant are walking, not they don't have cars. Mm-hmm. And we're not exactly downtown. We're in a suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And and I just it just I'm like my eyes go wide and I'm like, we have to go. <laughs> I said, Jerry, we have to go. And I said, this is not for us. And she said, Why? I I want to get breakfast. <laughs> And now poor Jerry has the bl- has got the blinders on because she's thinking she's, about she's her thinking m- breakfast. She's thinking about we gotta get some food so we can get back to the hospice to be with mom, right? Who died that afternoon, right? Which right. is another lovely story I'll tell you. But um, it sounds weird, but she's got the blinders on. Like I gotta get over. I gotta eat. Like she needs some food. Pan- eggs, eggs. Maybe she doesn't even like pancakes. She just wants the bacon and the eggs. Right. Get, she wants protein, food. protein. And I'm pulling her. I'm I'm pulling her arm. Going, no, hun. Let's go. Let's go. And she doesn't have any of it. She walks into the front door of the restaurant <laughs> and says to the man at the table that there's going to be three of us. It's her, she, two of us, and Frank Jr. And the guy's looking at her like, oh no, we're we're closed. And uh, we're not serving today. And she's like, but all these other people, you're serving all these other people. And I'm pulling her. And I'm saying, thank you. I'm sorry. I get it. God bless you for what you're doing. Um, You're wonderful. (laughs) Because as you figured out, this restaurant was closed on Christmas to the general public. But they had opened the doors to... Anybody who didn't have a place, didn't have a home, right. didn't have a, you a know, and it was free food 
for the homeless and indigent right. of this neighborhood right. in Fairfax, Virginia. Right. <laughs> so, and Jerry was ready to start throwing money on the table. I'm like, stop it. Just, just stop. <laughs> when, when did she figure it out? I think after we got in the car. I think that's been when the window broke. We might have gotten in the car, and she's like, "What is?" And she's getting mad. I'm rolled down the window to talk to, talk to her the next, yeah. next car over where Frank is <laughs> to explain we're gonna have to go somewhere else. This is not, we're gonna have to go to a convenience store and just get bur, you know right. bacon just, and egg burritos. Just get something. This is not working. Um, <laughs> I think that's when where I finally explained to her. You see, it was a home like a homeless mission. It was like a special. Wonderful thing that this I, restaurant owner is doing. I straight up sympathize with Jerry because when I get, in, I am hungry, I need to eat, and I have decided that I am doing this right now. And if I if I need to eat, this is what I need to do. Yeah. And I mm -mm, I I sympathize mm -mm. with that because you just go like mm -mm, I've made the decision. Mm -hmm. I'm going. Yeah. I did something similar, not necessarily, but I, I put blinders on and I have blinders on when I was it at happens. the beach. Um, yeah. Yeah. So you understand. All right. I well, was oblivious to a fight. I'll wrap this episode up with a, a sad story, tender, beautiful story then. Okay. Now that I've made fun of my poor <laughs> wife for not re not identifying, <laughs> not recognizing all the homeless people who are converging Aww. on this on this restaurant. I mean, and God bless that restaurant for doing it. Yeah. So... <laughs> We go to the hospice later in the day, and we sit with mom most of the day. Mm -hmm. And it's um, meanwhile, one of the relatives is cooking a Christmas dinner. So we're mm -hmm. Frank and I leave, and Jerry's going to leave shortly after. But we've got on the whole time. We've got on my favorite classical station, mm -hmm. which is WBTA. Yeah. Rise above it all. Well, they go pretty much all Christmas. When the closer you get to Christmas, mm -hmm. and then on Christmas Eve, they run the Nutcracker all the way through. And they have this choral concert. And on Christmas Day every year, they play Handel's Messiah all the way through. Nice. Now, Jerry has sung Handel's Messiah all the way through multiple times. Mm -hmm. And there's certain parts of it, especially the Hallelujah Chorus, where they are expected to be off book. Right. Because they do it so many times and the conductor doesn't want them looking. Right. He wants them, you know, singing. in full on. Yeah, singing out. He Presenting. Wants to, he wants to present. So, you know, she's got this, right? And when the music's on the radio and we're listening to it and, poor, and my, you know, my mother-in-law, God rest her soul, is, get, is still right. declining, right. Even, obviously. And uh, I'm gone. Jerry's there with one sister and a brother-in-law. And mom and the hallelujah chorus starts to come on. Mm -hmm. And Jerry can't help herself. So she stands up and at the foot of her mother's bed <laughs> is singing along with the hallelujah chorus. And she knows all the soprano right. parts. You know, she's not just as, doing hallelujah. As previously stated. <laughs> and then at that point she goes, well, I guess mom with that I'll, I'll go. I'll say goodbye. Mm -hmm. And she leaves. And gets to the car and starts to drive over to where we're going to be having dinner. And the phone rings and it's the sister who's still in the room saying... Mom just passed as oh. soon as you walked out of the door. That's so sweet. And then the brother-in-law says, yeah, can you sing that for me when I'm <laughs> Can you sing me into heaven you, like that? Can you just sing me on? <laughs> sing me into heaven? I, was, I would like to go that way. We would all sing like to me die. Out. We would all like to die with Jerry singing. Yeah, so us. this this episode is sing me out, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll be Let's back tomorrow with the New Year's Eve program. Ooh. And then no show on New Year's Day. We're not doing anything special for New Year's Eve. I'm going to wear a tie. Oh, That's what I'm right. doing. And I can tell you New Year's stories, I suppose. I'm not going to wear a tie. I've got extra. Okay. I've got a whole house full of them. Cool. All right. Uh, <laughs> YouTube.com uh, slash Krisha and Frank or all of the audio podcasting apps. Subscribe.
Thank you.